0: Okay, so I have a very strange update on our Gabriel Wartman case. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: The Mass Casualty Commission, who's been writing the report on this entire thing, has finally, after like two years writing and collecting information, has turned it into a public proceeding. So as of February 22nd, they're holding public uh, press conferences where they're collecting information and everybody's able to attend. Oh, cool. If you happen to be curious about it, you can go on masscasualtycommission.ca, go on their calendar, and Monday through Thursday at 9.30 a.m. pretty much every day, they hold a hearing for this commission that you can just tune into. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I'm going to it right now.
0: Yeah, there's been quite a bit just right off the start about the commission having to address the fact that the public feels like they were completely left out. Oh. And then the first real thing to come out of this commission that surprised me, I guess. It shouldn't surprise me, but it did was the first thing that the RCMP report found. So what do you think the RCMP report found?
1: That they were not involved.
0: No, that clearly the RCMP is underfunded and you need to put more money into the RCMP.
1: Well, maybe they can cut back on their Mr. Big stuff.
0: (laughs) This is from Q107 in Toronto. An internal review completed by the RCMP, Claims the number of police officers working in the community where the Nova Scotia shooting spree began was at least six short of what's needed to meet minimum policing standards in the year leading up to the killings.
1: That doesn't even make sense because what difference would six more people make in them like actually reporting that he was imitating a police officer?
0: That pisses me off so much. I'm gonna to get to that at the end because I need to get over like what they kind of say here. So, according to the review, which was released as part of a report prepared by the public inquiry, looking into the shooting, having fewer officers than needed can affect other officers' ability to conduct proactive policing and their ability to respond to incidents. Research completed by the RCMB has indicated that low proactive availability of first responders can have a negative impact on response to calls. Vis- Visibility, officer safety, and officer well-being, the September 2020 review said. Based on the analysis in this review, it is recommended that the Colchester District RCMP establishment be increased by six full-time equivalent positions to address inadequate proactive availability. Proactive policing refers to the amount of time officers have during their shifts when they're not responding to or following up on active incidents. According to the RCMP review, officers should be available 35% of the time for proactive police duties, which will include community policing and other crime reduction efforts. But in Colchester County, which is where more than half of the 22 victims of the shooting spree were killed, the minimum standard was met in just 13 of 52 weeks the year before the shooting spree, according to the RCMP review. The low amount of proactive time meant first responders were very busy responding to occurrences. The review said, speaking generally about the police working conditions in Colchester District. On the weekend of April 18th and 19th, 2020, sorry, just to give everybody a heads up, this is all talked about in What Are Those Horse Boys Up to the gabriel wartman case episode a while back it's very popular so i suggest you take a listen if you haven't already yeah they talk about just what happened on that weekend and they say that had they been able to proactively police it it might not have happened which i find is utter bullshit
1: yeah that is
0: i'm sorry we're talking about the rcmp horseshit
1: <laughs> sounds like they're just trying to make an excuse for what happened
0: and get more money out of it
1: yeah and
0: if you've listened to that episode. A lot of the problems that we see are not that he was not proactively policed. It's that it seemed like he was actively helping the RCMP or at least in works with them. And then the nights in question of the actual massacre, they didn't share any information with the public and treat it as a non-issue. Not that he wasn't proactively policed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they couldn't share information about him impersonating a police officer.
0: Until the next morning. There's a like lot a full of 12 hours that, after the massacre. Yeah, that they're
1: not addressing. And they're just like, yeah, well, we were understaffed. So of course, we weren't doing our job.
0: Yeah, better give us more money. Why can we not do that at work when we have a bad review? Just say, well, you're not paying me enough.
1: Yeah, you don't have enough staff, so how am I going to be able to do my job properly? You
0: should pay me, I'll hire somebody else, and we'll get this sorted.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's really bad actually yeah not actually it just is really bad
0: at least now this is all gonna start taking place in the public medium for us all to see after this episode comes out the first public hearing will be on march 7th at 9 30 a.m i believe that's eastern standard time go check out on mass you should be able to find the link if you're looking to watch it to really see kind of what they're doing and what they're collecting in this case
1: Yeah, it looks fairly simple. It's just right on. I just, I haven't explored around it at all, but it's all right on the front page. Watch the webcast. Here's the dial-in number.
0: Although I was still really trying to break down, like, what they've actually collected at this point. I could not find a report to date. Or why? Has it
1: started? Oh, yeah, it looks like it started on the 22nd.
0: Yeah, the public proceedings are on the 22nd, but they've been collecting information since November of 2020, I believe.
1: Well, who knows? Hopefully they don't find out that the RCMP are underfunded. Yeah. Maybe they should- Clearly they're not doing enough paying, paying for vacations. vacations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but we always think it's important to keep everybody up to date on these cases. When we do have information, we will share it with you. Yes. And with that, let's get some more sci-fi, fun paranormal topics. Let's do it. From the unexplained to the mundane, come join us on a Journey to the Fringe. Hello, and welcome to Journey to the Fringe, the podcast pushing the conspiracy that Karl Marx existed before the and, and is in fact three separate individuals, one named Karl and two named Mark, which is why they wear the beard, so that they all look the same. Today, we are going to be talking about a paranormal event that happened in 2009 in a little part of the world known as Scandinavia. We are your hosts, Taylor and Chelsea, and today we will discuss with you the Norway Spiral. Now, to begin, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the actual event itself, and then we're going to move into answers to what actually occurred on that evening that we're going to be talking about. And we're going to range from the absolute mundane to the absolute insane. Oh, yeah. And with that, Chelsea, I will let you take over.
1: I'll start with the insane. Just kidding. Also, just an aside, I didn't realize that's what you were talking about for the opener.
0: I think it's a good theory. <laughs> it's a very good theory.
1: Okay, we're talking about the Norway spiral which happens on December 9th, 2009, and it was a spiral form light phenomenon visible over the skies of an exceptionally large area of northern Norway and Sweden at approximately 7:50 a.m. local time and lasted about 10 minutes and that is Norway local time, not Vancouver local time where I am.
0: NST. Norway Standard Time.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm sure that's what it's called.
1: (laughs) Just in case anyone is watching us live right now or in the future. You can't watch this when listening. But I'm gonna show you the video just to jar your memory. This is the one that I liked.
0: Matt, I remember seeing this like when it first came out. And this is not a recreation, like, this is somebody filmed it, right?
1: Yeah. So lots of people witnesses. this. Lots of people took pictures. Lots of people took video.
0: And we will post this on the socials.
1: Maybe not the video. I'll post a lot of pictures. Very cool
0: looking. I always like how just abruptly it ends and how symmetrical it is, too, for like the leading theory of what happened. It's so symmetrical.
1: I know. I'll talk about all of this. I'm just trying to... We're going to watch it and then I'll talk all about it. I don't think I saw it from this angle. I just thought it was a really nice... No, event.
0: I distinctly remember a different video.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a different video. Okay, so that's the end of that.
0: And there's no question that this event did occur. Yeah. These videos are not just fabricated. Like, it, sure it's time. an agreement that there was something that happened in the disguise of Norway
1: yeah, on so uh, in it's December
0: 2019.
1: Well documented. So basically what we just watched was a spiral consisted of a blue beam of light which looked to be coming from behind a mountain being like from the ground-ish if you were watching that video it looks like it's coming from the ground slash behind a mountain and it had a grayish spiral emanating from one end of it and it appeared to stop mid-air and start spiraling outwards and in the end it almost seems as if a black hole opens at the end and swallows everything that's my own words so would you say the same maybe not from that angle but it definitely you can see it kind of stop at the end and kind of everything just open up dissipates. from the middle yeah. yeah there's another one i think i have it in here where it seems like a big black hole just kind of opens and it all goes away here's a description i liked from an eyewitness nick banbury of harstad oh, it consisted initially of a green beam of light similar in color to the aurora with a mysterious rotating spiral at one end the spiral then got bigger and bigger until it turned into a huge halo in the sky with the green beam extending down towards the Earth. According to the press, this could be seen all over Northern Norway and must therefore have been very high up in the atmosphere to be seen hundreds of kilometers apart. So depending on the vantage point you are witnessing the spectacle from, the phenomenon had a different appearance, which I will be putting photos on the social medias to show just the differences of point of view. Even Taylor and I, while we were watching the video, just saw it from a new perspective. <laughs> we totally saw it from a different area, and it looks completely different from what we had in our memory, seeing it from a different point of view. Some people were right up close and really saw the spirals. Other people, the further back you were, saw the beam of light going into the sky and it's spiraling outwards. Does that pretty much encapsulate what we just saw and what the Norway spiral was about?
0: Yeah, I think so. Single event that was really weird. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it was super weird. And it's almost like hypnotic looking. It's really symmetrical like Taylor was saying.
0: It it always reminds me of like those coins that were supposed to hypnotize you as a kid.
1: That's exactly what it reminds you of. Or like some sort of like cartoon bad guy's laser beam. Something like that was It was trying to hypnotize someone. I don't even know. I'm just making things up as to what could be used. And speaking of, I know we're all asking, because I'm asking too, what could this have been? Definitely not a bad guy's laser beam, we think, (laughs) to hypnotize everyone. First, there was speculation that it may have been a never-before-seen Northern Lights variant in which the light show lasted too long to be a probable Aurora Borealis-type thingy being the actual beam of light. That's what I call it. It was, it was precisely looking like a beam of light.
0: It was a corkscrew of light.
1: Yeah, closely related to this perhaps, before everybody kind of knew what it was and there was like a known reason for why this occurred. People also speculated that it could have been the Birkeland current, which is a magnetic field that is aligned in the magnetosphere. It follows toward Earth on the Daw side of the planet and into space on its dust side. When it's visible, the filaments appear rope-like. It can cause aurora curls or twists and spirals. Spoiler alert, it's not that. Next, obviously UFO people thought it was an aerial light display confirming evidence of extraterrestrial life. Bigfoot people thought it was Bigfoots and dinosaur ghost people thought it was dinosaur ghosts and so and so on.
0: It's too bad that those people are just few and far between, so it wasn't heard loudly or agreed upon.
1: Yeah. There is also the possibility of vortex, wormhole or portal, especially at the end of it, when that it just kind of like opens up at the end. That's what I was thinking the first time I ever saw it. There were others that speculated this was linked to the recent, at that time, not at the time of the podcast, high energy experiments undertaken at the Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland, speculation caused by the appearance of the hole at the end of the spiral phase. There's a lot of theories. Another, perhaps, it was a media stunt, an international light projection in the sky, some might say, for what purpose, not sure, but it could have been. I'll get to why perhaps it might have been in a little Still trying
0: to monetize it. That's the ultimate. You wait 15 years to monetize something.
1: Yeah, and what could have been happening in Norway at that time that they might want to draw attention to Norway or away from? No, not away from. Not when you shoot a light into the sky.
0: They're trying to draw eyes away from Norway and up to the sky because people are looking down at Norway, which really begs the question, what was happening on the grounds of Norway at the time?
1: Yeah, I should have put it there, but I'll get to that later in the episode. Okay, good. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I'm just breaking it up nicely. It's called (laughs) keeping everyone engaged. Okay, so next one is HARP, which is High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, which is a government program which was also suspected of the events. This program, not sure if you've heard about it, involves the world's most advanced high-power, high-frequency transmitter. Operating in the high-frequency range, the aim is to study the ionosphere, using the ionospheric research instrument by exciting an area of the ionosphere. Also known to control weather events, you know, if you didn't get that fancy lingo. Another theory put forward by Reddit user, babe66, theorizes, This was explained in Scooby-Doo Season 3, Episode 5. It was Old Man Wilkins making the effect with a rubber band flashlight and acoustic guitar. And he would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids.
0: That is two weeks in a row with the Scooby-Doo reference. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Huh.
1: (laughs) We gotta make it three. (laughs) Any other things to throw in there? What you could think it was?
0: Well, I have one I need to talk about eventually. And there is the official answer, but yeah. outside of those two, no.
1: <laughs> so the official answer, since you don't have any other ideas, what about like bat signal? Who could it be signaling? A <laughs> bad guy. That's a bad guy signal if I ever saw one.
0: I mean, it could be the Death Star misfiring, but yeah, it's in a galaxy far, far away.
1: Yeah. So maybe it is a portal from a different galaxy and mention like i don't even know if star wars is meant to happen in our realm
0: yeah it does it's just a long time ago a okay. galaxy far far away
1: oh, a long time ago which would
0: actually mean that the light could just be getting here from that laser
1: yeah yeah so it all makes sense but what i'm about to tell you is the answer the official answer to what the norway spiral that is commonly accepted I'm told about by many folk where on december 10th, 2009 the russian defense ministry announced that a lava missile test had failed and this rocket had unofficially failed six of 13 previous tests so this one failed as well there also appears to have been advance notice of this happening as a no-fly message was issued using nav techs for both aerial and shipping traffic to avoid the area where the missile was launched. So I don't think that they ever confirmed that it was at this actual date and time that it was launched though.
0: Yeah I remember really being curious about that and I could never get it to line up in like the actual information. Yeah
1: Russia does say yes they launched a missile in the area but they don't say the actual date and time. So this is the explanation according to a spokesperson for Russia perhaps I'm not sure it doesn't have his actual like designation or anything so I'm just gonna read this. The missile's first two stages worked as normal, but there was a technical malfunction at the next third stage of the trajectory. Russian defense analysis Pavel Elgenhauer stated that sounded very Russian of me to say it that way stated to AFP that such lights and clouds appear from time to time when a missile fails in the upper layers of the atmosphere and have been reported before at least this failed test made some nice fireworks for the Norwegians that's so nice of him to say Prior to the Russian statement, Jonathan McDowell, an astrophysicist at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, had already suggested that the unusual light display occurred when the missile's third stage nozzle was damaged, causing the exhaust to come out sideways and sending the missile into a spin. As for the pretty colors, they are explained away by the sun reflecting off of the exhaust. It is called the twilight phenomenon. I'm going to share my screen here.
0: There's no sun at night.
1: There's not, so they, they explained that by saying that it was 7.30 or whatever in the morning, so the sun was about to rise. Okay, got it. So here is a picture of a failed missile launch, which doesn't quite look the same, like you can tell that that is smoke. On the video we saw, the lines were much smoother.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but also to be fair, like, airlines, contrails, they look very smooth from the ground for the most part.
1: They do. And
0: it will be kind of the same situation.
1: Yeah, this is just an example more of the twilight effect with it showing different colors. Okay okay for the colors of the thingy that we're talking about and
0: that's the one i always find weird about this too is just the fact that something breaking and malfunctioning is able to produce something so symmetrical yes that Um, i find suspicious but also a point
1: that i'm gonna make about it coming up but yeah even when you look at the twilight effect there's something more glowy about the Norway spiral than just kind of like giving the colors of the sunrise.
0: And it's not just the top of it or a portion of it. Like it's the entire thing is a consistent color.
1: And you can see two distinct beams. In it, one's blue, one's a gray color. It's not like sporadic as with nature. I mean, nature can be uniform some ways, but in sometimes, but not in this one, it's too perfect. It's like glowy.
0: Nature's entropic by, well, nature yeah for lack of a better word
1: oh okay i need to share my screen again i also have to show you this which i had never seen this before so oh no what did i do so doug ellison from unmanned spaceflight spaceflight.com put together a simulation of a tumbling rocket stage throwing out unspent fuel in two directions and what it would look like now keep in mind this is a simulation it's not an actual example of this happening you want me to play it again So if you just google failed missile launch, literally all that comes up is the Norway Spiral. So as far as it appearing again in something that's actually happened, I was not able to find anything.
0: Oh, okay. Well then I am going to share my screen.
1: Do you find it? I'm gonna pretend like I didn't see that one before.
0: (laughs) Okay. Now, it's by no means on the same level as the Norway Spiral, it's much slower, but it is doing the kind of same thing. Yeah, it is. And this is like, there was no question, this was reported, this is in the Daily Mail on June 18th of 2021. Mm -hmm. And it was a portion of a Chinese rocket launch over the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And you can see here, here are some stills from it.
1: So yeah, I misspoke. It has happened before. Yeah. We have seen failed well, It a hasn't happened time.
0: before. It has happened since.
1: But the other thing I was going to say is they don't look like the Norway Spiral.
0: No, they don't.
1: So looking at the video that I showed you and pictures of the Norway Spiral, I'm personally not satisfied with rocket launch for a number of reasons. Like Taylor has said <laughs> um, earlier, user PBHJ of Reddit summed it up perfectly for me. And I think when he commented on this forum, I just like this was my feel summarized my feelings exactly. Quotations from RBHJ. The rocket explanation is fine for a couple of spirals, but just a symmetrical procession seems unlikely if the rocket was malfunctioning.
0: So wise.
1: Yeah, that's my feeling when I look at it. I also wonder why they are testing out these missiles and not Russia.
0: Well, that could still be over Russia. Like Norway's not that far. And especially if you're testing it fairly high up in the stratosphere, then it should be seen in more places, although you didn't see reports of seeing it from Finland or Sweden. But at the same time, Norway and Russia do share a border, and it is that far north.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that answers that question. Like,
0: Norway kind of comes up over top of Finland and Sweden and shares that border over top.
1: okay. Well, that answers that question. I'm glad I asked asked it. So, my last note on the Norway Spiral. I don't know if this literally has anything to do with the Norway Spiral, and I said I was going to circle back to keep everyone engaged in what I was talking about. In regards to What was it the point that I made media stunt to get attention to Norway because what could be happening in Norway at the time but I do remember one of the major things happening at this time in the world was Obama accepting the Nobel Peace Prize in Oslo literally the day after on December 10th, 2009, which is not too far away in the grand scheme of things, it's literally in the same country. And just to let you know what he was talking about, in a 36 minute speech he discussed the tensions between war and peace and the idea of a just war. Saying, perhaps the most profound issue surrounding my receipt of this prize is the fact that I am the commander-in-chief of the military of a nation in the midst of two wars. And then
0: proceeded to do a lot of war crimes.
1: Yeah, as they all do. That's all my stuff about the Norway spiral. Do you have anything to add? I also have some other weird sightings, but I don't know if you want to touch on those.
0: Um, yeah, why don't you go ahead with those right now? Just because Project Bluebeam is like its own thing in itself, that's just gonna somewhat touch on this.
1: Another question. What other spirals have happened? Interestingly enough, another spiral, many spirals, in fact, have happened, but another spiral, not as fancy as the Norway spiral, happens November 1st, 2009, which is not... Connected? It's not, I don't know if it's connected, but it happened just like briefly before the actual Norway spiral in Northern Norway again. It which, was
0: just practicing to get its fanciness spiral I, I right. I feel
1: like it was, which is speculated to have also came from the launch of the Cineva missile from the nuclear submarine in the Barents Sea. Another one, Christmas Eve 2012, a mysterious wormhole-like object appears over Russia. Here is a picture... Just gonna share this the whole time with you while I read my
0: notes. What is up with these spirals north of the 60th parallel?
1: I don't know, but I feel like it's Russia if it is something and they're up to yeah, something weird. And I kinda, kinda touch it. I kinda touch on it a little bit. June 7th, 2012, another swirling spiral of light seen over the skies in the Middle East. That disappointing video was later confirmed to be a Russian ballistic missile test of the Topol. ICBM from the Yupustin Yar firing range near Azrakan in South Russia. Videos have captured this object that started out looking like a comet, then started spiraling. Were captured in countries such as Israel, Syria, Iran, and the list goes on in that area. However, the missile was not out of control. Alan Boyle from MSNBC's Cosmic Log talked with space analysis Jim Oberg, who said the topple's third stage. Spin is a feature, not a malfunction, and may be associated with guidance or decoy deploy or enhancing hardness against US boost phase anti missile weapons. Also, what the fuck is Russia doing?
0: Oh, it's just defenses against defenses.
1: And they just think they'll be like, wow, look at the spiral.
0: What they're saying is like decoys, like if you're spinning, you can just shoot things out that um, instead will be tracked by defenses. Okay. Because if you have enough centrifugal force, it will shoot things out at a very fast velocity. That will look like a rocket.
1: Weird. Okay. Here's another one that happened in Australia. I hope this one spirals. Yeah, it spirals. Okay. This looks like somebody just looking at the moon weird.
0: I mean, the moon does look pretty weird, if that's what you mean.
1: <laughs> okay, so, so there's that. I'm sorry, none of these videos are going to be good. <laughs>
0: They never are.
1: So that was June 2010. However, this one appeared to have been the Falcon 9 rocket, which launched about an hour earlier. That was the video. Oklahoma. That was a tough word. Oklahoma spiral. And hold on for this one. January 31st, 2022, which was a satellite launch from the SpaceX Falcon rocket. So this one like literally just happened days ago. Here it is here. You see? I do see pretty spirally. Is that the video you thought you saw or that you? didn't I remember that
0: picture distinctly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's some pretty good ones in here. These are what I'm going to put That's up the on the That's video. I kind medias. of remember that one right there. Yeah, these are the ones I'm going to put up on the social medias just to show how much different they all look from different points. And
0: Yeah, there's that po- like black hole in the middle of that one.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to stop screwing my screen and just share with you the last of my points, which I I guess I just don't get how rockets are creating these perfect spirals out of control or not, as it's not typical of a rocket to be doing. I'm actually quite curious,
0: because what you just said is that Russia may in fact be building rockets in fact to spiral like that. Yeah. So when we're saying it's a malfunctioning rocket...
1: Maybe it's just like a regular rocket.
0: Doing exactly what it's supposed to, it just has no payload.
1: Yeah. And in what point like what kind of physics would have to be being done oh my god is it project paperclip no the germans weren't doing that
0: well and the nazis are all dead by then yeah because that happened 60 years earlier yeah
1: anyhow okay So that's that. Like, maybe it is. Norway spiral, I think, is different. But after looking at all these other examples of the spiral being something that is happening and is known to be missiles, I call BS on the Norway spiral being a missile. But next, I'm just going to talk quickly about China. Yes, you just talked about the spiral happening that was seen over, I can't remember where, but it was a Chinese. Pacific Ocean. It was a Chinese rocket. Yeah. And also to add with the missiles in china according to sources spirals have been spotted in china since like forever ago and between 1970 and 2005 there were over 200 incidents of spiral lights reported in china they also believe this phenomenon was recorded by ancient chinese chronicles as early as the Qing dynasty and han dynasties which tell a falling star big as a crock and rotates like a wheel i'm not sure what a crock is but it's probably big ish the only reference I have for croc is crockpot.
0: That Qing dynasty, is that with a Q? Yeah. Qing dynasty.
1: Qing dynasty. Qing. Oh, I'm going to screw up a lot here. That's
0: where the term China comes from is the Qing dynasty.
1: Okay. Why isn't China spelled with a Q?
0: Because it would confuse people. It would.
1: A local chronicle of... Cha- <laughs> okay, you say it. C-H-A-O-Z-H-O-U. Chaozhou. Yeah. Chaozhou. In Guangdong, province, also records that during the fifth year of Emperor Wanli <laughs> of Ming Dynasty, on the third of 12th lunar moon, there was a falling star that rotates like a wheel. It glared the sky and extinguished a while later. Also, just to mention some sightings, July 1977, Mr. Lu Jiaju, an employee of the Tank Farm, I'm not going to say that word, I'm just going to butcher it, was the astonished witness of a circular object composed of centric rings oscillating slowly over the facility. August 1977, Wang Zen witnessed a strange object along with many others while waiting in a theater queue. It issued light smoke rings toward the ground and rotated very slowly. October 23rd, 1977, taken from Liu... King Chuan's written report, an object spinning like a ball in midair and moving at considerable speed. Everyone was looking at it there are tons of them i found a resource that just listed so many of them and yeah so i wasn't going to leave you hanging i was going to show you the one of the pacific islands but we already saw that that actually just happened last year the one that you showed me there's actually two separate incidences one on may 7th and one june eighth, twenty 2021 and that is the end of my stuff
0: and june 8th is the one that we watched
1: yeah these are like happening in real time at Norway Spiral, I love it. And to me, that one is still unexplained, even though they tell me it's a missile.
0: Yeah, well, there is, of course, one other explanation for the Norway Spiral. And that is, of course, a test run of Project Bluebeam, which we're going to have to talk about some crazy conspiracies at this point.
1: Okay, I'm listening.
0: And at the start of the day, that's really what we wanted to do on this podcast is talk about crazy conspiracies and really talk about fringe topics. And boy, do I have one.
1: Okay, good. I'm looking forward to this.
0: To put it simply, the idea of Project Bluebeam is that they, I'm going to use the term they because it's the New World Order want to unite the entire world under one dictatorship that they will bring about by making everybody join one religion, which will be brought about by the world seeing a laser-projected messiah in the sky that they all believe in. This <laughs> theory has been put forth by a Serge Manast. He lives in Quebec, and in 1994, he wrote an article by the name of NASA's Project Blue Beam. This is the first reference that anybody can find of this thing. And to this day, you will still hear conspiracy theorists talking about Project Blue Beam. So I thought, instead of actually talking about everybody who alludes to this weird idea of Project Blue Beam, let's actually go back to the source and let's read a good chunk of what... Serge Monast actually talked about when he was talking about Project Bluebeam for the first time.
1: Okay. Is he a creator of it?
0: Um, as far as I can tell, nobody referenced it before, but he says he was given information by insiders.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Here it is. Project Bluebeam written in 1994. I'm going to go paragraph by paragraph and see if you want anything to talk about. It is quite long, though, so we might skip a couple. Okay. The infamous NASA, National Aeronautics and Space Administration, Blue Beam Project has four different steps in order to implement the New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head. We must remember that the New Age religion is the very foundation of the New World government, without which religion the dictatorship of the New World Order is completely impossible. I'll repeat that. Without the universal belief in the New Age religion, the success of the New World Order will be impossible.
1: I mean, if anybody wanted, they could have just read it again. (laughs) He didn't need to repeat (laughs) it. (laughs) Yes, please read
0: that again. (laughs) That is why... The Blue Beam project is so important to them, but has been so well hidden until now. <laughs>
1: what happened that it wasn't hidden no more he wrote this oh right so it's out in the open and this is nasa doing this
0: yeah this is nasa in conjunction with the un for the new world order
1: oh okay so it's specific faculties operating in the world now with the new world order okay
0: yes specific faculties with some weird ambiguous faculty above it (laughs) he outlined there are four steps and okay. eventually we will get through all four. Okay. But the middle he part... He could have just
1: numbered over. them and had it over with.
0: He does. The first step in the NASA blueprint project concerns the breakdown or reevaluation of all archaeological knowledge. It deals with the setup with artificially created earthquakes at certain precise locations on the planet of supposedly new discoveries, which will finally explain to all people the error of all fundamental religious doctrines. The falsification of this information will be used to make all nations believe that their religious doctrines have been misunderstood for centuries and misinterpreted. Psychological preparations for that first step have already been implemented with the film 2001 A Space Odyssey, the Star Trek series, and Independence Day all of which deal with invasions from space and the coming together of all nations to repel the invaders. The last film's, Jurassic Park, deals with the theories of evolution and claims God's words are lies. (laughs) Those earthquakes will hit at different parts of the world, where scientific and archaeological teachings have indicated that arcade mysteries have been buried. By those types of earthquakes, It will be possible for scientists to rediscover those arcane mysteries which will be used to discredit all fundamental religious doctrines. The first preparation for the plans for humanity because what they want to do is destroy the beliefs of all Christians and Muslims on the planet. To do that, they need some false proof from the far past that will prove to all nations that their religions have all been misinterpreted and misunderstood.
1: I would take a pretty big event to be able to do that.
0: And he he only talks about Christians. Christian and Muslims and the shaking of their faith when like the largest growing group on the planet is atheism. You can't shake their faith, though. Their faith has clearly been shaken, and if they're looking to bring a messiah about to, like, sway their views, I don't understand why you would push people to atheism. Like, a belief in no messianic powers.
1: I don't think this guy thought this through, what he was doing.
0: (laughs) Also, just while we're on this topic, the term New World Order, which we've definitely heard a lot. If you're in the conspiracy world, you'll definitely hear it a lot. Does that not, in itself, state that there is a world order already in place? Yes. And that there's somebody in control already and they just don't want somebody new to take over. Yes. I never hear any problems with the world order. But is
1: Bluebeam not to take that over, essentially? I guess. It's, it's the New World Order blue beaming their way to the forefront. Yeah. To put it poetically. Yeah.
0: yeah. And discrediting the old, I guess this guy would say the world order as it is is through the churches. It's through the Catholicism and the Muslim faith and, uh, Apparently not the Judeo faith, because they just got left out.
1: Yeah, and yeah, he's really putting a lot of stock in most of the world being religious, I guess.
0: Yeah, and again, this is written in 1994, so there's a few things that did not age well, (laughs) that being one of them that I just find hilarious. like The full fact that it's gonna shake our religious values that most people don't hold anymore. And it's not because they've moved to another religion, it's that people don't believe in religion as much anymore. Yeah. And this is not to belittle anybody who does have religious values, I'm just simply stating that this is just how the world has been moving the last little while. You keep whatever faith you want, we can maybe do an episode later where we talk about it and belittle people, but not at this point. <laughs> And sorry, this that is a joke. Episode. We will not be a little of us. <laughs> <laughs> the second step in the NASA Bluebeam project involves a gigantic base show with three-dimensional optical holograms and sounds, laser projection of multiple holographic images to different parts of the world, each receiving a different image according to predominating regional national religious faith. This new God's voice will be speaking in all languages. There are two different aspects of Step 2. The first is the space show. Where does the space show come from? The space show the holographic images will be used in a simulation of the ending during which all nations will be shown scenes that will be the fulfillment of that which they desire to verify the prophecies and adversary events. These will be projected from satellites onto the sodium layer about 60 miles above the earth. We see tests every once in a while, but they are called UFOs and flying saucers sightings. The results of these deliberately staged events will be to show the world the new Christ, the new messiah, Matraya, for the immediate implementation of the new world religion. Enough truth will be foisted upon an unsuspecting world to hook them into the lie. Even the most well-learned will be deceived." And I just love, so this is not well-cited within the entire document. So he mentions matria and then spells it slightly differently in brackets, but leaves, like, no reference as to what that means. Like, I don't know if they've agreed at NASA that the new messiah will be called Maitreya or if he's talking <laughs> about some other messiah that I don't know, but... I will say there is actually a sodium layer in the atmosphere about 60 miles. It's 85 to 150 kilometers above Earth.
1: Well, just because he knows that doesn't mean that he makes a whole lot of sense yeah. otherwise. No,
0: exactly. <laughs> and in fact, the best conspiracies have so much just kind of truths in them. Yeah. And that well, you, you can always point one. back to the parts that are true to say that this is all true.
1: Yeah. So when you're like, what do you mean about all of this? He'll be like sodium layer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> It's there.
1: There is one.
0: I know about that shit. You guys can't hide that from me, NASA.
1: (laughs) NASA told me.
0: My secret intel told me (laughs) that there is a sodium (laughs) layer up there. And I want that salt.
1: Why do we need salt in the atmosphere?
0: It's just something that's naturally occurring. And actually, I was, I was trying to learn more about the sodium layer, and they're thinking that they could use it to calculate climate change based on its expansion and retraction or the ionic activity in it. Well,
1: that makes sense. Make a whole lot of sense more than Pierre. I don't think his name is Pierre, but he's a French-Canadian. He but he's a
0: French-Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Serge.
1: Serge, right. There's only two options.
0: Yeah. The project has perfected the ability for some device, referred to as tractor beans by ufologists, to lift up an enormous number of people, as in a rapture, and whisk the entire group into a never-never land we see tests of this device in the abduction of humans with little alien grays who snatch people out of their beds and through windows into their waiting motherships. The calculated resistance to the universal religion and the new messiah and the ensuing holy wars will result in the loss of human life on a scale never imagined before in all of human history. The blue beam Project will pretend to be the universal fulfillment of prophecies of old as major an event as that which occurred 2000 years ago. In principle, it will make use of the skies as a movie screen, on the sodium layer at about 60 miles, <laughs> as space-based lasers generating satellites, projecting simultaneous images to the four corners of the planet in every language and dialect according to the region. It deals with the religious aspects of the New World Order and is deception and seduction on a massive scale. And I just need to remind everybody who's listening right now, he is writing this, At the very latest in 1994, he thinks with 1994 technology that this is imminent.
1: It really just seems like he is a religious person who's trying to think outside of the box with the sodium layer. Which
0: is 60 miles above the earth. I don't know if you remember that.
1: (laughs) He's using a lot of religious references. And movie references,
0: like a lot of his references come from the fall of like culture that is religious through movies.
1: Yeah, and not only that, he's referencing like a messiah and a rapture. Like if something were to take in, I mean, he's obviously thinking through religion, that's the way to take it. I
0: just... Not even just through religion, through Christianity. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, that's the only thing that has a rapture.
1: I just... I can't wrap my head. Okay, keep going. Okay. With sir Then
0: the projection of Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, etc. will merge into one after correct explanations of the mysteries and revelations will have been disclosed. This one God will, in fact be the Antichrist, who will explain that the various scriptures have been misunderstood and misinterpreted, and that the religions of old are responsible for turning brother against brother and nation against nation. Therefore, old religions must be abolished to make way for the new age, new world religion, representing the one god antichrist they see before them. Naturally, this superbly staged falsification will result in in dissolved social and religious disorder on a grand scale, each nation blaming the other for the deception, setting loose millions of programmed religious fanatics through demonic possession on a scale never witnessed before. In addition, this event will occur at a time of profound worldwide political anarchy and general tumult, created by some worldwide catastrophe. The United Nation even now plans to use Beethoven's Song of Joy as the anthem for the introduction of the new age one world religion.
1: Oh, I wonder why they chose that one.
0: I bet that's for use. We could use that in this episode. I'm going to look into that.
1: Yeah, you should. I would have gone with what would I have gone with?
0: Oh, I would definitely like if I'm doing this, you got to use REM's End of the World.
1: I think I would have gone with The Boys Are Back in Town,
0: especially when Jesus shows up. <laughs> yeah. He's got his shades on. <laughs>
1: It's fitting. They're all gonna be there. Like, why not? The boys are back in town.
0: <laughs> and they merge into one. <laughs> yeah. Anyone investigating so-called channeling phenomena right now would be wise to take this area of research into consideration. It will be noted that those who think themselves as channelers have escalated rapidly since this type of research has been conducted. It is uncanny how similar their messages are, despite which entity they claim to be their source of divine guidance. It would suggest any individual considering the credibility of channeled information should be discerning and critically evaluate where the messages they are receiving originate, and if the messages are specifically beneficial to the New World Order. The advancement of techniques propel us towards the third step in the Bluebeam Project that goes along with the telepathic and electronically augmented two-way communication where ELF, VLF, and LF waves will reach each person from within his or her own head, convincing each of them at their own god is speaking to them from the very depths of their own souls. Such rays from satellites are fed from the memories of computers that have stored massive data about every human on Earth and their languages. The ray then will interface with their natural thinking to form what we call diffuse artificial thought. I really need to state right now Windows 95 hasn't even been invented yet. <laughs> this is where we are in computer technology
1: i mean he's kind of on the right track about how things are going like he's thinking project blue beam and nasa and new world order but like
0: for such a more mundane purpose to extract wealth from us like, that's literally all it's used for at this point. Yeah. And yeah, I guess there has been a, a shelling of the human soul, but it's for commoditization, not for yeah. a new religion.
1: I mean, you never know what Meta is doing these days with all the information that is collecting about us. Or the NSA, for that be- matter.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's an episode for a different day. Yeah. But I'm confident saying that NSA and Meta are not planning some sort of laser beam into the sodium layer to... Contact Jesus and tell him, hey, you know what? Hey, they hey, may be hey, more with Mark Zuckerberg.
1: They may be doing all of that just without the sodium layer. <laughs> so it's, he's not on to them.
0: It's too low. You can't reach everybody from the <laughs> yeah. sodium layer. Okay, to continue government agencies and the corporations that work with them toward a new world order are prepared to promote anything that will help them achieve their objectives of total social control. As for the question of why, For one thing, if you terrify the public and make them fear for their safety, they will allow you to implement draconian law enforcement practice, disarm them, and keep extensive records on them. And they only have to tell you that it is all to protect you, of course.
1: I mean, he is right here.
0: I mean, he's half right. It can happen, and it really just depends on who is in charge and what type of watchdogs we have on them. Yeah. Secondly, it promotes the decay of the present democratic form of political systems and lead societies to search for alternative methods of political ideology. Of course, the alternative has already been planned. It is called the New World Order, and it will not have your safety or interest at heart. As George Bush said, read my lips. Fear has always been used by powerful elites to control and subjugate the masses. And I just have to stop right there, because that is such a weird use of that quote. Again, 1994, so we're talking about George Bush Sr. His quote, read my lips, is immediately followed by the words, no new taxes. Like, that's his quote. (laughs) Read my lips, no new taxes. And it's famous because he then implemented taxes and became unpopular. So I don't know how that was meant to be a powerful elite trying to control and subjugate the masses. (laughs)
1: Didn't say the other thing?
0: I, he cut it halfway through the quote. That's like ten words long.
1: <laughs> Not the even, only like
0: eight thing, words long. Was
1: the only thing in there in quotations, read my
0: lips. Yeah! <laughs> read my lips, no new- It's six words long and he cut it in half. I can't with this guy. (laughs) Anyhow, the old maxim, divide and conquer, is being played out (laughs) to the limit worldwide to ensure that everyone is frightened for their personal safety and to be suspicious of everyone else. This too is mind control. To go further in regards to the new technology, which is at the base of the NASA Bluebeam project, we have to consider the statement of psychologist James V. McConnell, which was published in the 1970s issue of Psychology Today. He said, The day has come when we can combine sensory deprivation with drug hypnosis and astute manipulation of reward and punishment to gain almost absolute control over an individual's behavior. It should then be possible to achieve a very rapid and highly effective type of positive brainwashing that would allow us to make dramatic changes in a person's behavior and personality. What he's talking about here is not shooting a laser into the sky, to manipulate individuals. Like, what he's talking about, this psychologist in this paper in the 70s, is that we can deprive people of certain stimuli and we can give them certain stimuli, which are drugs, and they will respond accordingly. Not through of lasers course. into the sky. Not through lasers into the sky. I just need everybody to be clear of that.
1: So we need to take drugs in order to see these messiahs?
0: Well, maybe, but Project Bluebeam has never referenced that you need to be on drugs, and I don't know how they're getting 7 billion people LSD.
1: That's a shame.
0: Anyhow, now, when we talked before about the kind of ray in the telepathic and electronically augmented communication, the kind of rays that are fed from the memories of computers, which store massive data about humans, human language, and dialects, and we said that the people will be reached from within making each person believe that his own God is speaking directly from within his or her own soul we refer to that kind of technology and that kind of thinking that same psychologist was espousing that is we should be trained from birth that we should all do what society wants us to do rather than what we want to do for ourselves that because they have the technology to do it no one should now be allowed to have their own individual personality this statement and those ideas are important because it is the basic teachings of the united nations that no one owns his or her own personality and that same psychologist claims that no one has any say so about the kind of personality they acquire and there is no reason to believe you have the right to refuse to acquire a new personality if your old personality is considered antisocial.
1: this is really spiraling
0: what is important in this declaration is that the new world order will be set up over the current system meaning the old way of thinking and behavior and religion will be considered the old and incorrect way of thinking. They can change it at one of the eradication camps of the United Nations to make sure that anyone with antisocial behavior will be disposed of quickly so that other modified individuals will be able to fulfill the needs and agendas of the New World Order without being distracted by the truth. So Chelsea, I just want to go a little bit back to James McConnell. Did it really sound like he said that we can change everything from birth and that's what we should be doing and that the UN believes that no one owns their own personality? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought too. (laughs) This is where it all came together for me. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) It's full circle at this point. Okay. I'm, no, I'm going to finish the circle and I'm going to say sodium layer.
0: The (laughs) circle is in fact 60 miles across. Yeah. Reaching up to the sodium layer.
1: Yes, exactly. Full sodium circle.
0: And sir, I finished this paragraph just slightly short. Could this be the greatest mind control project ever? The NASA Bluebeam Project is the prime directive for the New World Order's absolute control over the population of the entire Earth. I would suggest you investigate this information carefully before dismissing it as fanatic lunacy. If we go further in the different reports we have presented, we find that the mind control operations and technology include a transmitter that broadcasts at the same frequency as the human nervous system, which transmitter is manufactured by the Laurel Electro Optical System in Pasadena, California. Laurel, a major defense contractor, has previously conducted research on directed energy weapons for Lieutenant General Leonard Perez of the US Air Force, who was searching for a weapon that could implant messages into the minds of the enemy while urging his own troops on to the superhuman deeds of valor. The device employs electromagnetic radiation of gigahertz frequencies pulsed at extremely low frequencies, ELFs. It is used to torture people both physically and mentally from a distance. This is just a personal nitpick of somebody who's written papers before. He used ELF like six paragraphs ago and then decided here (laughs) to define it as ELF, extreme low frequencies.
1: I don't think he's doing everything in proper formatting.
0: But that's just how they want you to do it. That's a personality decision that is not antisocial. Yes. And this, to me, does that not sound exactly like the conspiracy theories you hear about 5G?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories tied into this, I think.
0: I feel like this is actually, I don't know if it's necessarily the root for all of them, but it's just, it's so surreal to look at this 28 years in the future and see, like, the exact same talking points coming up still. Yeah. But, like, the technology didn't exist at the time for half the stuff he's talking about.
1: Well, I don't think that, I mean, George, orwell was talking about it as well no not george orwell what's that one 19
0: george orwell's 1984
1: okay it is george orwell because i was also thinking animal farm and that wasn't the one i wanted to reference that's that also one george orwell was... yes. i know that one was written a long time ago and there's still things that you see now well not there are I'm but it's giving yeah. any credence to what this guy is talking about i mean there's some things no we I can didn't... talk
0: about that at a different point i have a lot of this to go so i Really? (laughs) (laughs) We're halfway. Weapons of this type are thought to have been used against a British woman protesting the presence of American cruise missiles at Grenham Common Air Base during the 1970s. This weapon can be used to induce total sensory deprivation by broadcasting signals into the auditory nerve at such high power that it blocks the ability of the individual to hear themselves In his book, The Body Electric, Nobel Prize nominee Dr. Roberto Robert O. Becker describes a series of experiments conducted in the early 1960s by Alan Free, where his phenomena was demonstrated as well as later experiments conducted in 1973 at the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research by Dr. Joseph C. Sharp, who personally underwent tests in which he proved he could hear and understand messages delivered to him in an echo-free isolation chamber via a pulsed microwave audiogram which is an analog of the words, sound vibration beamed into his brain. Becker then goes on to state, such a device has obvious applications for covert operations designed to drive the target crazy with unknown voices or deliver undetectable instructions to a programmed assassin. Now figure out, when we hear that voice from the new world messiah, who would be speaking from space to all the sane people of the earth who might give instructions to zealots and religious fanatics. We would see hysteria and social mayhem on a scale never witnessed before on this planet. No police forces in the world, even as a combined front, could deal with the disorder that will follow. A 1978 book entitled Microwave Auditory Effect, and application by James C. Lynn, describes how audible voices can be broadcast directly into the brain. This technology could actually allow the blind to see and the deaf to hear. Instead, it has been turned into a weapon to enslave the world. Yeah, he just vaguely mentions that several times. It's going to come up again and again, just so okay. that you understand.
1: It's like the sodium layer.
0: Yeah, doesn't explain how, just says it could. Okay. Alan Free also reports that he could speed up, slow down, or stop the hearts of isolated frogs by synchronizing the pulse rate of a microwave beam with the heart itself. According to Dr. Robert Becker, similar results have been obtained using live frogs, which shows that it is technically feasible to produce the heart attacks with the rays designed to penetrate the human chest. I just, oh no. I just want to bring that a little bit back to the beginning of the paragraph where he talks about it being synced up the heart rate of frogs, and then the second part where that doctor was saying that he synced it up to the heart of living frogs the fuck was that first doctor doing
1: i'm not sure i'm following his train of thought on any of this
0: really basically he's saying we can do unimaginable things with microwaves okay when really we found out that the pinnacle of a microwave is popcorn technology
1: Uh, yeah. It's never gonna get
0: I do want to highlight that whole thing about heart attacks because it will come up later. Okay. If we go deeper in that process of mind control over the people, we find that the equipment and technology has been used to influence politics in a much more direct fashion. Michael Dukakis, the Democrat candidate running against George Bush in the 1988 election, was targeted with microwave technology in order to impede his public speaking performance. Once the public opinion polls showed he posed a serious threat to Bush's election prospects, he also claimed that the equipment was used against Kitty Dukakis, and drove her to the brink of suicide. In the Disneyland world of US politics, a presidential candidate with problems such as these would obviously lose their race for the White House.
1: Not necessarily. <laughs>
0: I just really want to emphasize that if this technology existed, they would not have to cheat the election as apparently happened in 2020.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. But then you look at things like, what is it, the Havana Syndrome? I don't think that's microwave. But...
0: We need to do Havana Syndrome at a different date. Yeah. The third step in the NASA Blue Brain Project is called Telepathic Electronic Two-Way Communication. Lieutenant colonel John Alexander's article continues I don't know why it says continues because it's the first time I brought it up and I'm pretty sure it is in his <laughs> article as well if it is possible to feed artificial thought into the multi-genic field via satellite the mind control of the entire planet is now possible an individual's only resistance would be to constantly question the motivation behind their thought and not act upon thoughts that which they consider to be outside their own ideological religious and moral boundaries once again it is wise to consider how television advertising, modern education, and various types of social pressure are used to manipulate those boundaries." It has been reported by Lieutenant Colonel Alexander who said in the summary of his Military Review article, "...the information on these kinds of technologies presented here will be considered by some to be ridiculous, since it does not conform to their view of reality, but some people still believe the world is flat." Now, This means a lot because if people do not believe this kind of technology is possible or that it is science fiction, those people put themselves in great jeopardy. Because on the night when those thousand stars will shine from space, during the night when the new messiah will be presented to the world, they will not be prepared and they will have no time to prepare to save themselves against this kind of technology. They don't believe and they won't take time to prepare. And in brackets for some reason after this paragraph he says this is exactly what happened happens to people who are convinced by Satan into believing that he doesn't exist. So they have no defense against him. J-A-H. No idea.
1: Yeah. Satan did convince me that he did not exist.
0: I don't think he so much did it as I don't think he exists. Or I should say there's no point in actually answering the question whether or not Satan or in fact God actually exists. It's the apatheistic viewpoint. There's no point in answering the question.
1: Why not? He told me he doesn't exist.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, but that's—he was mean, like,
1: "Read my lips, <laughs> I do not exist."
0: No new taxes <laughs> also exist. It's the whole idea that whether or not there actually is a god or not out there, it changes nothing. Right. So, why does it matter whether or not he exists or not?
1: Because it's very important for some people. Okay. Is this guy still alive? He is not. He died shortly after this.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about this.
1: Okay. <laughs> the fourth
0: step concerns the universal supernatural manifestation with electronic means. It contains three different orientations. And I always love that each one of these steps is like three other steps.
1: Yeah, I, it's very, like, long-winded. He's, like, he's spiraling. He rambles. He's rambling.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's so important we talk about this, because he is spiraling, like a spiral over the Great Norway.
1: <gasps> This is why we're talking about Project Bluebeam? Just kidding. There's a lot of reasons.
0: One is to make mankind believe that an alien off-world invasion is about to occur at every major city on Earth in order to provoke each major nation to use its nuclear weapons in order to strike back. This way, the United Nations court will require that all those nations which launch nuclear weapons to disarm when the invasion is shown to have been false, and how will the United Nations know that the invasion was false? They will have staged it, of course. That took a turn, hey?
1: That did. That whole thing was just like, what?
0: (laughs) Yep. The second is to make the Christians believe that the rapture is going to occur with the disposed divine intervention of an alien, off-world civilization coming to rescue Earthlings from a savage and merciless demon. Its goal will be to dispose of all significant opposition to the implementation of the New World Order in one major stroke, actually within hours of the beginning of the Sky Show. The third orientation in the four-step is a mixture of electronic and supernatural forces. The waves used at the time will allow supernatural forces to travel through optical fibers and coaxial cables, <laughs> for TBs, electrical and phone lines in order to penetrate to everyone at once. Through major appliances, embedded chips will already be in place. The goal of this deals with global satanic ghosts projected all around the world in order to push all populations to the edge of hysteria and madness to drown them into a wave of suicide, murder and permanent psychological disorders.
1: Wow, I thought there's going to be a rapture. They just do it to themselves.
0: Yeah. After the night of the thousand stars, worldwide populations will be ready for the new messiah to reestablish order and peace at any cost, even at the cost of abdications of freedom. I don't understand why they're working so hard on tractor beam technology earlier on if they're just going to put everybody to the Satan ghosts.
1: Yeah, I was going to say something else as well. He's basically tailoring this to I'm sorry to keep saying that to you, to it happening probably within the next like five years of him writing this. Yeah, well, But and even then technology can take off from there.
0: It's so sparse in like every direction that if you're looking for something that you want to agree with, it's probably in here.
1: This guy for sure has like some sort of ADD or ADHD or something.
0: The techniques used in the fourth step is exactly the same used in the past in the USSR to force the people to accept communism. The same technique will be used by the United Nations to implement the New World Religion and the New World Order. A lot of people ask when this is going to happen and how they will accomplish the visions of the Night of a Thousand Stars and the events that will point to the days when it will begin. I should point out, he always capitalizes Night of a Thousand Stars, but doesn't necessarily reference it specifically or states, like, earlier on, what that is,
1: he's referencing something in his head that he's not <laughs> yeah. communicating to the audience,
0: and also the same steps used in the past in the USSR to force people to accept communism. Like, he just leaves that open ended. Like, what steps are we talking about? Did they have laser beams they shot into the sky? Are we talking about ghosts? Did they raise ghosts from the ground? I don't freaking know.
1: We should be blessed that he didn't give us those steps because that would probably be a whole nother book. Maybe there is another book.
0: There probably... Oh, there are several other books, actually. Yeah. But this is just the essay. And yeah. actually, just snippets of the essay that I've really thought, because God, it is another three pages outside of that. Uh, We're coming to the end though. According to the many reports we have received, we believe that it will begin with some kind of worldwide economic disaster. Not a complete crash, but enough to allow them to introduce some kind of in-between currency before they introduce their electronic cash to replace all paper or plastic money. The in-between currency will be used to force anyone with savings to spend or turn in their cash because they understand that people who have money and are not dependent upon them might be the very ones who will mount an insurrection against them if everyone is broke no one can fund a war of any kind paper currency will cease to exist this is one of the first signs and i find this yeah
1: like literally none of that made sense
0: and i always find it hilarious the people that would believe in this are the first people buying bitcoin because they want to get out from the Order of the current system.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, there's an electronic system out there. It is not controlled by the government, and it is just full of crazy people.
1: He really like he he says it's going to happen with what was it economics?
0: There's going to be a economic crash, not a huge one, but one nonetheless. Which I guess you could say was happening in two thousand eight.
1: He said multiple times how it's going to start in different like different. Yeah. Scenarios. Yeah.
0: It's going to be earthquakes. It's going to be an economic crash. It's going to be laser and it's beams. Not it's not like to be sp- uh, laser ghosts.
1: Any of us, Joe Blow, who need to go turn in our savings, are funding a war anyway.
0: <laughs> but to implement the worldwide electronic money system, everyone in the world who might have money in the future will have to have a way to transfer money electronically. Before that time, everyone will have spent before the year 2000, all of their cash reserves and assets. Everyone has to be 100% dependent on the council for their existence. To prevent any kind of independence, the New World Order has already implanted microchips in wild animals, birds, fish, etc. Why? They want to make certain that the people who will not accept the New World Order will not be able to hunt or fish anywhere in the world. If they try, they will be tracked and traced by satellites then hunting down and imprisoned or oh, killed oh
1: my gosh
0: The New World Order is already changing the laws of all nations to make everyone dependent upon a single food and vitamin supply. They're changing laws about religion and psychiatric disorders in order to identify anyone who is potentially threatening the New World Order. Those who are found defective will be sent to eradication camps where their organs will be taken and sold to the highest bidders. Those who are not killed outright will be used as slave labor or used in medical experiments. The goal of a dictatorship is to control every everyone everywhere on the planet ruthlessly and without exception that's why the new technology being introduced everywhere is a technology for the control of the people the technology of the 1940s and 50s was used to help the people have an easier and more productive life the new technology is designed and built to track down and control people everywhere this technology is being manufactured for a specific purpose and to refuse to see and recognize that purpose which is to enslave the entire population of the world, is to deny the emergence of the Antichrist and the establishment of the New World Order's religion and government. If you cannot see, if you cannot learn, if you cannot understand, then you and your family and friends will succumb to the fires of the crematoria that have been built in every state and in every major city on earth, built to deal with you. No one is safe in a totalitarian police state. So, yeah,
1: I wonder how many people have this sitting on their bookshelf with like page markers and stuff and notes in it.
0: I have a feeling a lot of people, especially if they believe in Project Bluebeam, have not actually read this.
1: I had heard about Project Bluebeam. It did not sound as crazy as this.
0: It's all taken from the root from here, though. (laughs) <laughs> his idea of the new world order is very vague like it's not described like he doesn't name names he's just of somebody above the un and i don't know if you've watched over the last 27-ish years the un like they're fairly useless
1: yeah they really are and what was i just gonna say if he had any ties or know-how to a new world order, they probably, if there was one, wouldn't let him be publishing a book exposing all of this.
0: If I was the new world order, you know what I'd be telling this guy? All of this, no fucking sodium layer. Yeah, it is so important. Remember, 60 yes. miles above. If you don't see that, people <laughs> won't know your series.
1: That's how they're gonna know that you're telling the truth.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh. And his real push on NASA being so important, NASA has been so privatized that they don't even go into space outside of satellites anymore.
1: Yeah, they are kind of useless. Oh, and the last
0: thing, why is the New World Order doing this? Well, all people will be required to take the Oath to Lucifer, of course, with a ritual initiation to enter the New World Order. Registers will be categorized as follows. Christian children will be kept for human sacrifice or sexual slaves. Prisoners to be used in medical what? experiments, prisoners to be used as living organ banks, healthy workers in slave labor camps, uncertain prisoners in the international re-education centers, hence to repent on television and learn to glorify the New World Order, the International Execution Center, and an, as of yet, unknown 7th classification.
1: Wow. Unknown, name. Yeah. Couldn't come up with that one.
0: Now, remember how I told you to remember that stuff about the heart attacks?
1: Yes.
0: He died in 1996 of a heart attack.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that I, it had already passed when I came up at that point. My brain works a little slow sometimes. That It's not like we don't already give ourselves heart attacks with delicious fast food.
0: And not only that, he was arrested and he died within like two, uh, the second day of being in custody. I didn't see what he was arrested for, but um, he was in jail and he died of the heart attack in there. Mm. also his children were taking from him because he wasn't teaching them anything and so, and wasn't sending them to school so they got put under the uh control of the state
1: like he wasn't teaching them anything look at that work of art
0: well he had to work on that that's why he couldn't teach them right and then he said here read this and then they couldn't read it because he never taught them
1: yeah and they definitely couldn't like act them or anything
0: Yeah. Anyhow, I got this transcript of Project Bluebeam by Serge Monast from a website called educate-yourself.org. It really focuses a lot on this type of conspiracy theory stuff. They have articles on Planet X, on FEMA, on Bush family and Nazis, which we will actually talk about at some point. Like it's all over the map. And I just if anybody brings up Project Bluebeam in the future, I, I have so much now I need to tell them that they don't know.
1: Yeah, like, have you heard of Surge, for one?
0: Or the Sodium Layer. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's the first thing they better know about Project Bluebeam. Yeah. The most important layer.
0: (laughs) Any final thoughts, Chelsea? That was crazy. To bring it all together, the Norway Spiral was just a test run of that laser into the Sodium Layer, 60 miles above the Earth, to see if we could get Jesus to show up.
1: yeah. Thank you for bringing that full circle again for us. And I'm glad we're now all the wiser having learned about this enlightening episode and all of its contents. Yeah. (laughs) It was really a lot.
0: Anyhow, I've had enough of crazy rambling for a day. I'm sure you have too. So let's keep it short. I've been Taylor. This has been Chelsea. We talk stuff on podcast known as Journey to Fringe. Yeah. I've cut out a few words for speed there. You're welcome. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Journey to the Fringe. If you have liked what you have listened to, please like, share, subscribe, or follow, depending on what